Welcome to the Sensual Feminine Life Podcast. I am your host, Jen Bogaiski, where I will take you on a deep dive into your own life so that hidden, hurting parts of your soul can be healed. This is a podcast about love, sex, pleasure, and relationships. You will learn how to feel safe, to truly love and connect with your body, surrender to the desires and hungers of your soul, and step into the beautiful, sensual, feminine, sexy, and powerful woman you were created to be. I believe deeply in my soul that sexuality is the missing key in personal growth and development. It is time to toss away all of the nonsense you have been taught about these taboo topics and heal your relationship to your sexuality. You can eliminate shame and guilt, own your sexy confidence, feel incredible in your skin, embrace the depths of exquisite pleasure and have the deeply connected relationships you truly desire. Grab your cozy socks, pour yourself a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Central Feminine Life podcast. And today's topic is going to be on, are you aware of the stuck emotions that are blocking your progress in life and or business? I actually gave this talk at a WESOS Frankfurt um, meeting this past week, and I had a bunch of people say, are you going to go ahead and record it? And uh, that wasn't the plan. And then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to take this and actually make it into a podcast because I got such rave reviews about the content and the work that we actually did on that in that meeting and I just thought you know what let's go ahead and share it with more people so what I want to talk to you about are a few things today one is our emotional intelligence and vocabulary two how the body keeps score and three the power of movement and dance and embodiment and and being in your body so the first is in regards to our emotional intelligence and vocabulary. And the truth of the matter is we have over 60,000 thoughts that we think about in a day. And some of the recent statistics have said that about 80% of them are negative. Many of those come from our subconscious mind. And, and many of us who are started on our journeys, we know this, right? But the same time our thoughts influence our emotions and our emotions also influence our thoughts and what i want to bring to your attention today is i want you to think about the emotions that we typically think about how many of you have listened or i'm sorry watched the movie inside out where character movie that there were five different emotions that were discussed in the movie and they were happy 
anger, fear, sadness, and disgust. Now, I want you to just think for a moment and reflect. Only one of those five are positive. That's 20%. 80% are considered, quote unquote, negative. And when I noticed that, I was like, wow, how interesting that 80% of the thoughts that we think are negative, but yet 80% of the different types of emotions out there are negative. If you look at an emotional wheel, there are many of their different ones out there. You can just Google it. Some of them have five, six, seven. There's, there's no right or wrong. But many of them have the same basic core. And then what you do is you unravel that and you see all of the different emotions that are underneath happy or the emotions that are underneath angry or sad or disgust. And, and I think that we have been done a disservice by culture, society, family, you name it. And not really having an emotional vocabulary because we have been taught not to, to talk about, to feel those quote unquote negative emotions. I know I's little girl was taught not to feel shameful, not to be angry, to put on a happy face. So many of us are told, don't focus on the negative, focus on the positive, be happy. And yes, there is a component of being happy and how being in that love, happiness state raises your vibration. And yet, at the same time, it does not mean that those 80% of those other feelings that are not quote unquote positive are bad or wrong to feel. But so many of us have been taught to put lipstick on a pig, forget about it, and shove it down. The truth of the matter is, the body keeps score. There are a variety of different books out there that talk about this topic, that it is not just theory, it is neuroscience. Mindset alone is not enough. Affirmations alone are not enough. Visualizations are not enough. We have to get into the body. And a really brief story from my own life. When I was 16, I was date raped, pregnant, had a miscarriage. And there was a part of me at that point in my life thinking, okay, had a miscarriage. Like nobody needs to know. It's all just buried behind me, right? Let me just forget about what happened. Forgive the past, move on. It's very easy to say that in our heads. But the truth is, if our bodies are still holding on to any kind of emotions from that experience, that stays with us. It is important for us to feel our emotions. If we do not feel the stuff that happens to us that's inside of us, 
it stays with us. Now, the thing is, as women, we process emotions through the body. We don't process them through the head. You have to move them through the body. And when you can feel them, process them, move them through, they no longer have power over you. Brene Brown talks about shame a lot. And she says, if you can name the shame, you can call it out. It doesn't have power over you anymore. But too many of us have been taught that these feelings are bad, wrong, sinful. Last year, I actually did a podcast series. If you have not listened, they are the seven deadly sins and why they're not deadly. Right? Diving deeper into gluttony and greed and pride and jealousy. And I can remember the other ones. But each one of them has a purpose in our life. And if we allow ourselves to feel those emotions, we can feel into the sense of the wholeness of who we are. We're not just happy beings. We are human beings that came here for a physical experience. And in that physical experience, the idea is that we are here to experience pain and pleasure. We're here to experience through the body. And I don't want anyone to think I want you to wallow in emotions. This is not about wallowing. And this is not about pushing things aside. It is learning how to manage the emotions, process them through. Because the truth of the matter is, so much of our healing, I'm sorry, so much of our health issues are as a result of unprocessed emotions. If you do not process emotional traumas that have happened to you. I don't care at what level they are. It could actually even be something as simple as getting yelled at by your parent because you didn't do something appropriately when they were frustrated and upset. Those things stick with us. And it is important to learn how to move those through the body. First, you have to recognize them and move them through. Let me just share with you some things that happen if you don't process those emotions. We can have physical ailments, headaches, nausea, cancer. Any health issue first starts as an emotional issue. There's an amazing book called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And she talks about how she cured herself from cancer by doing this emotional healing. It's a fabulous book. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend it. The stress that we have with these blocked emotions can help our emotional intelligence. Our, we're irritable. We're frustrated. We're angry. Like This is where a lot of our mental issues come from. Our anxiety, the cognitive issues that we are experiencing. Racing thoughts, forgetfulness, difficulty concentrating, um, behavior issues like not having an appetite, having trouble sleeping, nail biting, different types of you know bad habits. 
social connections, withdrawing, becoming argumentative, and then it impacts our spiritual practice. These emotions, if they are not dealt with, impact our overall health and well-being, which is why I am so passionate about talking about how we first have to not just become aware of it. We need to learn how to process through the body. Talk therapy is awesome and it's amazing and has its place in the world. But it doesn't get into the body. If it did, all of the affirmations that you would be saying to yourself would be working. All you'd have to do is wake up and have your affirmations and your gratitude journals. And those are all amazing and they are great. They are wonderful tools that help you on this process. But they don't change the chemistry in the body. What you need to be able to do is get through to that subconscious mind to feel those emotions, to release them and move them out. There's power in movement. You're going to hear me talk about this a lot. Many of you know that I have been a ballroom dancer for the past five years. I have been doing the feminine and body work the last 10. And I want you to understand how important it is to move the energy through your body. Movement allows you to release stagnant emotions, increase your energy level, promote mental clarity and focus. This is what embodiment work does. Now, I want you to think about, I'm going to give you an analogy here. Um, I want you to think about your bathroom and you have a toilet bowl. And imagine you have teenagers, right? Kids or husband, whatever. And they use the bathroom and there's crud and crap stuck in the bottom of the toilet. If you don't swoosh it out, it's going to still be there. Right? How often do you, I, I, this happens to me. I go into the boys' bathroom, I look, I'm like, oh, you know, let me clean this out, right? This is the same with our bodies and our energy. We are all made of energy. Whether you believe it or not, we are. So trust me on this. We are all made of energy. We just can't see it. Our energy gets stuck. Our energy gets clogged, just like the poop in the toilet. And it's not something that you only have to do once a week. It's not like taking out the garbage once a week. Or going grocery shopping once a week. You have to clear your energy daily. If you do not clear your energy, it stays stuck. Again, I'm going to go back to the poop example. You didn't clean the toilet. And it had poop in. It would continue to pile up and pile up and pile up. And this is what happens with our systems in our energy centers. So we need to be able to release those feelings. Now, here's the thing. We have a range of emotions and feelings, right? When you heard me talk about the emotional wheel, there are tons of them. 
We were made to experience them all. We were not just made to experience happy things. And I want you to think about a piano for a moment. There's black and white keys. If you just played the white keys, you could, you know, play some chopsticks and, and some, play some nice music, right? If you just played the black keys, you might have some nice music. When you put them together, it creates harmony. And you can then start to see how the black and the white keys and the flats and the sharps, all of that are molded together into a beautiful arrangement that you could never have by itself. White keys by itself are just white keys. Black keys by itself are just black keys. But when you mold them together, you can create a symphony. And that is how we are as humans. If we only focus on the happy, we don't really get to fully enjoy the depths of happiness and pleasure that exist. It is important for us to make sure that we can experience the depth of all of the emotions that we have. And, and I want to share an example that for me, I think is really beneficial that when we have a quote unquote negative feeling, it's important for us to feel it. And here's why, because it's a trigger for us to where we are out of alignment with something we desire. So if you put something out into the universe and you said you wanted something, but then you feel frustrated, jealous, angry, sad, you name it. You're feeling that because of the fact that you asked for something else and you're feeling it's not there yet. And that's actually a helpful sign. If you didn't have that desire, you wouldn't have had that feeling that that quote unquote negative feeling is there for you. And if you notice it, feel it and process it, you can move through it. But when you shove it away or you put it to the side, it is not serving you. And the example I'd like to use is many of you may know my son went to a really expensive hockey school for high school, his junior and senior year. And one of his very dear friends um, lived local to us and they went to the school together. And his parents would fly out to Connecticut every weekend, every time they had a game. And I was in a position where I was not able to afford and did not plan for flying out to see him. I wanted to see him, but I just didn't have it in my budget to, to do so. And one day, his friend's mom sent me a picture of the two kids. And I was happy to see my kid. I was like, oh my God, how cool is this? And I was jealous at the same time. Because I was like, why do the rich people get to do this? And I don't. I want to see my son play. I do. But I don't have the money is my excuse. Now, here's the thing. I had put out a desire that I wanted to see my son. I wanted to see him play. But I didn't do anything about it. If it came up, I would say, I, I can't. I would make up excuses to why it wasn't in the budget. So more of a scarcity mentality. Or would 
you know, complain about it if it came up or just ignore it. Now there was this desire I had, but I wasn't really doing anything about it. So in comes an opportunity for triggering an emotion that's going to open up my desire. So I felt the jealousy. And I remember sitting there at my computer, sitting at my mom's place. And I went, I want more. I want to see my son play. I'm not going to be on the sidelines watching everyone else enjoy their children. And in that moment, I decided I'm going to go. Bought the ticket, planned the trip, made my way out there. And I'm so glad I did. Because if I didn't have that trigger, I don't believe that I would have actually had a reason to force me to go after what I claimed that I wanted. So I want you to not look at anger, sadness, jealousy as bad things. Now, if we linger in it and, and wallow in it, that's not healthy, right? That is victim mentality. You don't want to be there. But if you are going to move through that, you need to be able to feel that and know it's okay to move through those emotions. And if you liked anything that you heard here today, I want to help you move through these blocks. One of the things that um, I'm excited to share and announce more about is doing more movement practices. You guys have known that I've been a ballroom dancer for five years. I have hosted women's circles for 10 and do a lot in the embodiment space. And I want to start teaching women how to use their body using movement and dance to move emotions through the body. And you are going to start seeing more happening in regards to events that we could do virtual. There'll probably be some in-person events as well too of holding space for you to get in touch with your anger, your sadness, your guilt, your shame, your money issues, your discomfort, whatever it is. And I want to share, I'll share a link in the notes. I actually have a playlist that you can download that has some, I want to say basic songs. There are a series of anger, sadness, love, and turn on that are in this playlist. And there, there's a, a little bit of a rotation that you can actually use those as a sample to start feeling into some of this music and seeing what it's like to move emotions through the body because it is so powerful. And I want to support all women in how you can connect more with your body to get out of your head, connect with your body, and really connect with that life force inside of you so that you can claim your best life, that you can live a passion and pleasure-filled life. So stay tuned for 
um, some new events that are going to be coming out, go ahead and download the playlist and or reach out to me for a consultation. I am going to be launching a six-month program where we're going to dive deep and I'm going to support you in these embodiment practices so that you can really fully step into the woman that you were meant to be and to have not just me, but a sacred space and a sacred container to help guide you through this process to move into the next version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening to the Sensual Feminine Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Begeiski. If you have enjoyed what you heard today, be sure to hit the follow button so you don't miss future episodes. And leave a review to help reach other passionate women like you know they are not alone in this journey to experiencing thriving relationships, exquisite pleasure, and sexy confidence. If you have felt a calling to take this work to a deeper level, this is your sacred invitation to join my free Facebook group, Essential Feminine Life, or schedule a heart-to-heart with me to learn more about how you can take this work to the next level and say yes to your pleasure and your desire.